actually see people and talk to people about wine again. Um, but yeah, so uh, so we got three wines. Um, I just kind of wanted to, I guess, start off a little bit about me and, and, and who I am and, and why I decided to make wine. Um, so originally from Buffalo, New York, uh, always been in food and beverage my whole entire life. Um, and then uh, at 18 in, in New York, you can actually start bartending. So started bartending at the uh, Buffalo airport there. Um, and that was a really cool job because I got to meet a lot of celebrities and whatnot. Um, but it also made, gave me experience uh, in the wine industry. Uh, my dad was a, a huge wino, he still is. And um, actually when I bought my first house down in Charleston, South Carolina, he came down and he gave me a case of wine. Um, and it was, uh, it was his sampler pack on like how I should get into wine, you know, with wines to drink today, wines to drink tomorrow, um, and that whole, that whole jazz. And uh, that was the first time I really thought about that. And I was like, oh, oh maybe I need to get a wine cellar or something. Um, so fast forward, I'm down in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I'm working food and beverage. I uh, start working at a five-star four diamond hotel, um, out on Kiwa Island. And this place was amazing. I mean, we had princes, uh, you know, and royalty coming through there pretty much every day. Um, and I really got into, to wine out there, um, just because these people knew about it and they're, they're your clients. So you have to know about wine. Um, and I didn't at, at that point at all. Um, so my sommelier at the time uh, took me under his wing and we would go to tastings in town. And uh, that's, that's when I had that like aha moment that everyone talks about, that moment when you taste a wine and you're like, whoa, this is wine? Like, I, I didn't know that it could even be like this, right? And so that was, that was when I had that moment. Um, it was in Argentina, Melbeck actually. Um, and, uh, Fast forward many years later, I take a, uh, a sabbatical down to Chile and Argentina. And of course, I had to sneak away to the winery and uh, uh, taste some wine over there. Um, it's the most expensive wine that I've ever bought in my life. And he gave me uh, the winemaker discount. Um, so it cost me $350 with the discount for one bottle of wine. But, you know, when you, when you have that, that moment, you know, that wine, it's kind of special to you. And, uh, and so for me, it was worth it, you know. Um, but it sounds like you always remember that wine too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always that, that, that happy spot. Right. <laughs> um, so fast forward, uh, even further, um, I, I move out to, to Walla Walla to go through the analogy viticulture program at the community college, um, really started to learn how to make wine out there. Um, uh, I had become a sommelier in uh, Charleston. Uh, at the at the time, so um, when I had left, I was actually running uh, a fine dining restaurant, uh, a French bistro, and uh, that was a great job. I loved it, um, but I was just kind of like, "What's next?" You know, I was bored. Um, I just felt like I was I hit my wall, and there was nothing else I could do uh, except for opening up a restaurant. And at that time, I didn't want to do that. Um, but we can get more into that. But I feel like we should drink some wine because. Uh, this is a wine thing, right? So I'll I'll get back to that. Um, but so first off, um, I opened the white. Um, so this is our Drink Washington State label. Um, and uh, with my Drink Washington State label, what I really try to do um, is make a really approachable, uh, easy drinking wine, right? I don't want to have uh, the, the wine on the Drink Washington State label that you have to put in your cellar for two to three years or five years. That's not what I'm going for. Um, so I purposely try to make these wines to be drank uh, as soon as possible. And so the, the uh, yes, exactly, the, uh, 
visit Walla Walla uh, label right there. Um, and we also kind of do like the postcardy thing on the back if you guys haven't seen our labels. Um, and so this, uh, this part right here is actually written um, by people that are um, in the tasting room, just like you guys uh, right now, kind of. And uh, so, yeah, so they'll submit, uh, we have blank uh, postcards. I know I saw a couple of you guys had them out there that I sent them to you guys. Um, and people will just submit, you know, uh, blank postcards and I'll read through them before I release the wine and I find one that kind of fits that wine. And so that's kind of uh, something, something different, something fun that we do. Um, but the wine itself is all Walla Walla fruit. It's a third Riesling, a third Muscat, and a third Pinot Grigio. Um, and with this wine, uh, wine, I left a little bit of residual sugar in there. Um, so it's just a really nice, easy drinking. Um, there's still that really nice crisp acidity, so it doesn't come off as, uh, as super sweet. Um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, actually, I enjoy it sometimes more uh, in between those big heavy reds because their tannins are just like so drying and your mouth is just so, so heavy. And then you just, you know, you sip a little white wine with a little sugar in it. And you're like, I can taste wine again now, you know? Um, so yeah, um, Mary, what, what do you think of the, What do you think of the wine? You know, I'm not a big white wine drinker, but this is really refreshing. I, I could see um, sitting out on the deck, um, you know, friends, we can do that again. Um, you know, this is very light, very enjoyable. I, I don't feel it's too sweet, but just sort of enough to kind of um, kind of liven things up. I would say this could be an easy go-to summer white. Yeah, and that's that's definitely what we were what we were going for. Um, I, I like to really I like to pair it with kind of like a spicy uh, dish, maybe some spicy Thai or something like that, um, just because that can kind of you know cover that the hotness up nicely and it and it, and it pairs well together. Um, Cheryl oh. and Lisa, let's see, also have it. So let me unmute. You guys, what do you think? Actually, unfortunately, we weren't able to get the white. Um, we got the oh, rosé. Okay. You got, got the two reds. We got the rosé instead. Oh, um, well, gosh. It wasn't available when we, when we ordered. Um, okay. Uh, but we had the rosé, and, and it's wonderful. <laughs> okay. You, um, not on the, on the list today, but what no. if, since they brought it up, what, what's up with the rosé? Very good, very good. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I, I think uh, personally, I think 2019 um, was it was uh, my favorite year for winemaking. Um, you know, obviously everything, every year you learn and you grow and you have, uh, you know, you, you become a better winemaker overall. But um, 2019, I really enjoyed the wines that came out of it already. Um, the rosé that, we that you were just uh, speaking of and then the Grenache Blanc. Uh, is available too. And uh, hello to some new people. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> but yeah, so the uh, the Eternal Beauty, the Grenache, it, it's picked for a rosé. So basically, um, we we pick it earlier. So it's it's usually the first pick of the year for us, and and we try to have it more on that crisp, dry side. Um, the white wine, the, uh, the the visit Walla Walla, the drink Washington State label uh, that we're drinking right now has more residual sugar uh, because uh, because it does because I didn't want the the rosé to have any. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Andrea, I think you were ordering the wine. Were you able to get it? 
Yep, she got muted. Sorry. Uh, okay. <clears throat> you got it? Okay. So you're trying, you're more of a white drinker. So what do you think? I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> Just well, okay. <laughs> um, it's good. I was saying that I, th I thought it was a good summer on the deck wine. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so I guess I should get into the difference between the two labels that we have. Um, so drink Washington State, uh, like I said, it's just it's the more accessible. It's the it's the it's the bigger label overall. Um, it's more blends of uh, areas versus single vineyard, which is what Eternal Wines is. Eternal Wines is all single vineyard wines, um, super small production. And with Eternal, um, it has definitely a focus on the Rhone varietals. Um, so the Syrah, the Viognier, uh, Grenache, Mavedre. Um, and I think those, those, those wines do really well in Washington and especially in Walla Walla overall. Um, so the next wine that we're going to taste, the Eternal Foundation uh, Syrah, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite wines. And, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to say like what your favorites are, but I really, <laughs> really like that wine. Um, and, and it's just, it's very typical um, for rocks um, district wines. And I don't want to, uh, I guess show of hands, how many people have do know what rocks wines are? And if you've had wines from the rocks district, uh, Okay. But I, I think with the exception of Julie, I think everyone either lives in or has lived in Washington. So they will be familiar with, with Walla Walla, if not the Rocks District. Excellent. Yeah, so the Rocks District is completely down in Oregon. Um, it's a really, really small AVA. It's one of the smallest AVAs uh, in America. And the wines from that area are just very distinctive because of the rocks, right? Um, so you go down there and, and, and the whole entire vineyard is, is just cobblestones and rocks and you're walking around on it and you can feel the heat radiating off these rocks in the summer. And it's a really cool uh, experience just to, just to see and, and, and smell, uh, especially during harvest time. Um, and these wines, they kind of have a more like meatier, um, a little bit funkiness, uh, more mineral driven, um, you know, because it, 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 the vines have to struggle. Uh, to get down really deep, and they end up taking up a lot of that minerality into the into the wines. And so, um, with the foundation, the one that uh, we're on now, the second wine. Um, uh, so, it's 95% uh, Syrah um, and and 5% Roussan co-fermented. Um, and and this I need one to get the wine. right around right like those, those those tasting notes you know a little bit of funkiness this doesn't have a lot um i don't know if you guys have maybe heard of cayuse they're a pretty big producer but their wines are super funky um and this is not this is not as funky as those ones it's definitely more dialed down um i didn't want it to kind of get out of hand but uh, i really enjoy those those smells um to a point I really like the earthy smell. The um, it just smells like dirt. It, it does, and I, I these are the wines that I can just smell forever. I don't have to taste them, you know. Like once I get a wine that I'm really happy with, uh, I'll just sit on it for you know 10, 15 minutes, and people in the tasting room be like, "Did you haven't even tried that wine?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Like, give give me a minute here, you know." Um, but yeah, yeah, I I, I really uh, oh, we got a message. 
what's it called? Oh, the Eternal Foundation is the one that we're drinking. So it's the 2016 Eternal Foundation. Yeah. This is actually my sign bottle from uh, Fred Sandoval. Uh, he's a Buffalo Sabre. So yeah, being from Buffalo, my uh, my family's still all, all out there and uh, they think it's great that, that I have a winery out here. And so uh, they, they share my wines everywhere. And every time they run into someone, you know, famous or anything, they, they always have wine on them. And they're like, hey, I'll trade you a bottle of wine if you, <laughs> if you sign a bottle for my son, you know? And so uh, every every year during Christmas, I come back and, uh, and take the wine back with me, so. You know, I think there's a, a sense that, you know, the wine business is very competitive and, and I'm sure it is, but I also get a sense that there's a, um, it's a great camaraderie. Uh, the Walla Walla folks just, I, I, I mean, you do business with one another, you go to each other's events, you, you know what's happening. Uh, is that fairly typical? I, I don't think it's typical in the wine industry. I think it's typical for Walla Walla though, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's just something special about the area. I mean, that's why I fell in love with it. And, and that's the reason I never left. Um, you know, I moved here. There's, I was scared when I moved here, to be honest with you. I, it, Walla Walla is the smallest town I ever lived in. Uh, I lived <laughs> in Las Vegas, Boston, uh, you know, I'm being from Buffalo and then came from Charleston. Um, and I was, I was a little nervous, you know, um, but as soon as I came down here, I just fell in love with the area. I, I fell in love with the people and, uh, and yeah, I know I, I love it. And, I mean, today, this is a perfect example of, of this, exactly what, like, this happened this morning. Um, so, uh, the, I get glass delivered to the winery uh, at 8.30 a.m., and my forklift isn't working. So, I'm like, okay, it must be the battery or something. We try jumping it. It doesn't work. So, I go, and I run and buy a new battery, and I put it in. Still doesn't work. And now it's like 10 o'clock, and the glass guy is just sitting out there in the semi-truck, and he's like, man, I got a schedule to do. I've been on the road since 5.30, and... So I had to call my next door neighbor and I was like, Hey man, uh, can you get these, this glass off of the, uh, you know, the, the truck for me? And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. No problem. I'll be down in 15 minutes. And I was like, well, can you store it for me too? Cause I don't have, I can't get my forklift out so I can't move anything. He's like, yeah, no problem. I got you. And so he actually stopped, uh, he was spraying his vineyard. He actually stopped spraying his vineyard to come down and help me. I mean, that's just like, that's Walla Walla for you. Um, and that's Michael Roush. He owns uh, Golden Ridge. Uh, so if you guys come up to Walla Walla, he's uh, right in the middle of the incubators. So my question is, this is a different shaped bottle than... Yeah, fortified, yes. Um, and so the reason for that is? Higher alcohol. Um, okay. Yeah, so it, it, uh, we started in 2015. It was uh, 18.5 alcohol, and now it's jumped up to 19.5. 19.5. Um, yeah. Um, and that's like, you know, that's the fortified, uh, that's more like a port style wine. So, you know, an after dinner drink uh, by the fireplace or with a cigar. Um, you know, I drink my dessert. I'm not a cigar smoker, but but again, I think the um, analogy to port is, uh, is well taken, although not quite as sweet and syrupy. Yeah, and, 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 and that's great too, because you don't have to drink it all in one night. You know, you can leave that bottle open um, actually, the bottle that I'm drinking tonight, uh, actually took from the tasting room and it hasn't been poured since we stopped uh, doing tastings back on uh, March 15th. Oh, wow. So, so that's, that's another question about how, if you're not, especially something like this, which you're not going to have in one night, um, what do you do to make sure that it uh, keeps that nice flavor? Yeah, with, with port, you know, it's pretty resilient um, already. <clears throat> Excuse me. So 
Um, if, if you're going to keep it for a little bit of a while, I would maybe put it in the fridge. You know, if you're going to keep it for maybe more than a month or so, uh, you know, keep it in the fridge and then take it out of the fridge, you know, a couple hours before you plan on drinking it. So it warms back up again. Uh, with port, you want to drink it around 55 degrees, 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, so sim similar to your red wines. Um, so definitely lower than room temperature, but, you know, warmer than your fridge. Do you re recork it? Yeah, yeah. We just put the cork right back in and, uh, and and keep it there. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of places or a lot of people have those kind of pumps that kind of pump the air out. Those are great, um, especially uh, for, for just still wine, red or white wine. Um, that'll give you maybe an extra half a day, an extra day if you're lucky. Um, and so that that is nice. Um, but, yeah, with the red and, and the whites, I mean, you, you have to drink it within a 48 hours of opening it, really. Uh, then you start losing that those primary aromas, and it starts oxidizing a little bit, um, and then yeah, then it's just not fun. You don't you don't want to do that. Uh, so Cheryl and Lisa, uh, I think our screens are frozen. Um, just a second here. We were just I'm saying we rarely have that issue with um, having to cork a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Us right. either. Although I probably wouldn't drink this all in one setting. This would. Oh be yeah, not the port. No, not, no, yeah. not, not the fortified. Yeah. No. <laughs> We've not started on that one yet. We're still on the other. Oh the other. <laughs> oh yeah. I haven't switched over yet either. It's okay. <laughs> oh, we're just moving right uh, right along. We passed up a uh, line with dinner to do this. Um. Now Andrea, um, is she's taking a phone call there? Did she have to step away? I know she's not a big red wine drinker, so I would be curious to get her her feedback. It looks like she's had to. Had to step Hi, Mary Jo. This is Carrie. Hi, Carrie. With Andrea. She's getting glasses for us. We just oh. opened. Ready to try. Perfect. Yeah, I agree, Brad. It's very, the smell. You could just. Uh, smell it for hours. I mean, it just has a really, really nice aroma to it. Yeah. Like yeah, you said, really, you can smell the earth. I'm wondering if yeah. you'd you say you can smell the rocks. <laughs> yeah. no, you, you, you totally can. And, and I'm that weird winemaker that goes into the vineyard and I lick rocks. Okay. Like, yeah, wow. no, I, honestly, I've done that. So. <laughs> That's so delicious. delicious. It's delicious. Oh my gosh, that's so, so delicious. Did I not say we should open? Yes, it? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that is delicious. There you go. So, Andrea, you like this red? Yeah. Because you're not a red wine drinker, so that's really interesting. Yeah, it's my work. So, when it came to me, I was like, what is this? This is really weird. So, yeah, this is delicious. So, Vicki and Ed, are you guys port drinkers? I am. Uh, Ed is. Yeah. I like port. Uh huh. I, it's port is a little too syrupy for me, but I think this would be a nice alternative. Yeah, it sounds good in that aspect. I like it. Well, uh, it's it's definitely something it's, after dinner. Yeah, yes. it's an yeah. it's a dessert. Yeah. So how would you? I, I mean, if you were not having a cigar with it, I, I mean, would you have you know chocolate cake? It just that seems like maybe too sweet. What what would you have with this? Yeah, I would, I would maybe pair something that isn't sweet with it, you know, because that is the sweetness, you know, so, um, I don't know, I, I started thinking about fresh fruit and stuff like that, yeah. or maybe some custard cheese. or something, yeah, or cheeses, yeah, <clears throat> totally. Hmm. Like a brie, this would be good with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> fruit for dessert is way too healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so what's well, the difference between a fortified Syrah and a port? That is a good question. And so the answer is we cannot legally call it port because it port is from Portugal. Uh, Porto. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, so we have to call it fortified Syrah. And so uh, funny story, I submitted, uh, so you have to submit your label to the, the, the government for approval and it said fortified Syrah and they wrote me back and they, and they, they said it was not approved um, because fortified means I, that you added brandy to it. And I wrote them back <laughs> I and I said, I did add brandy to it. That's why it's fortified. <laughs> so yeah, so then they approved it. Um, but one thing that's really cool about the port that, that um, I don't really think anybody else does. Um, and if, especially locally, if they, if they do it now, it's because of me. Um, we actually save our lees, which is a byproduct of making wine. Basically what it is, is your dead yeast cells, your acid and your tannin chains that have fallen out of suspension in the wine. And they like, they create this like kind of uh, gooey, gucky, uh, uh, mushy kind of, you know, product. And so most places, what they'll do is they'll, they'll rack the, the clean wine off the top of it and they'll dump that down the drain. Um, but I started saving it um, because there's alcohol in it. And so we save it throughout the year and then we take it down the street to DW distillers and they do a triple distillation on it. And they give me back brandy that is 160 proof wow. and it's from my own wine. Wow. And so that's what we add back into the fortified Syrah every single year. Um, so that's why we only do a barrel of it every single year. Um, it's, it's very small production, but um, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty unique and I, I, I love it. And the main reason I started doing it is because as a sommelier, I was like, you have to make wines for the complete meal, right? You have to have the wines to start with, then you have to have the meat wines, and then you got to have the dessert, right? So I try to make all three of those. So if this was, if, if this was in Portugal, you would call it port. It's just Correct. because you're not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't understand it, that difference either. Yeah. And technically, I guess if it was in Portugal, I couldn't use Syrah. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, so is this kind of the same process that you would make grappa with? Yeah. Uh, grappa? Yeah, so grappa is uh, distilled from the, okay. from the grape skins after they've been pressed. Uh, it's a similar thing, yeah. Uh, I like this much better than grappa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan oh. of grappa. You can sip this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a bottle that I bought of Grappa from Solari, and the winemaker signed it. Uh, this is when I was first thinking about moving out here, right? So 2013, uh, Daryl Allwine, and he signed it for me, and I was like, oh, this is great. I still have that bottle in my fridge. Like, I, I, I don't drink that because I don't want to. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> good. So if anyone has questions, I've now taken everybody off of mute, I think, unless you put yourself on it. So feel free to jump in for, we're, before we go on to our third wine. Brad, when do you, when do you anticipate your, uh, your uh, tasting room being open again to the public? Do you know how soon that's going to be? Yeah, uh, we're, I mean, we're, we're waiting by emails and by the phone and, and, and seeing when we can do it. And, you know, um, obviously it's a day by day thing. Uh, right now, I think it, some people are talking about as early as Memorial Day weekend. Uh, some people are talking about a little later than that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, but what's actually really cool about our winery. Um, so my brother, he owns a, uh, a water and air, 
company. And so we have these uh, air filters in both of like, the barrel room and the regular uh, tasting room portion of our winery. And they emit ozone at a very low frequency. And so that makes it a very sterile environment to begin with. Um, so that's, that's something that's very positive, I, I feel. Uh, and I feel very safe about, you know, having people in there because, you know, uh, we do do that every day. And then at night I turn it off and I, I run a, you know, a complete one so that nobody's in there, but it actually goes at a, at a higher frequency. So um, I don't know. That's just something different. If it was up to me, I'd make you an essential business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. People need wine. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a photo, uh, Brad and I were talking about it earlier, but I saw a photo on their, on their I don't know, their website or Instagram account with literally taste boxes floor to ceiling of, of shipping out. Um, and I should add one nice thing about, about wine tasting in Walla Walla is that um, if you're flying in, if you're driving in, it doesn't really matter. But if you're flying in, the only way in is going to be on Horizon and they have wine fly free. So when Ooh. I was over there last, I, uh, I picked up a Kate's box and just started filling it. And you just take it to the airport, don't seal it. They will uh, take care of finishing up the package and there's no charge for that. Which oh, is great cool. if you're doing a yeah. tasting weekend. Because we've shipped home from Italy and it can get real spendy. Yeah. So Brad, do you, can you only get your wines at the winery? Yeah, we're pretty small, um, so we still self-distribute. So there's a couple of places that are close to us um, that have our wines. Um, what? <laughs> Winery dog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of outside of Washington, there's there's no place that you can find our wines. Um, so and that's that's why we we focus on the, the web page and the storefront out there, and so. Um, but yeah, right now we're doing 19% off and free shipping, and then <coughs> a little little discount code for. Uh, yeah, we'll have a little announcement about that at the end. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. Um, so Brad, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Andrea. Um, I I ordered um your rosé, and I haven't opened it. But what can I expect from that? <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's a it's a dry rosé. Um, okay. So more higher acid, crisp. Uh, very bright rosé. Um, I, I like I like it more cool than I than I think I like most of my other wines. Um, so maybe forty five degrees Fahrenheit around there. Okay, and then so for you know so you know I primarily every time I go taste wine it's always in Chelan and you know they talk about the grapes that are grown in that region and things. So what's the difference between the the grapes and the wines that are coming out of Walla Walla versus the grapes and the wines that are coming out of Chelan and other I love it. I love it. That's a good question. So when when we start thinking about AVAs, which is American Viticultural Areas, and that's what my whole drink Washington State label is actually made of, um, we focus on AVAs. Um, and I simplified it earlier by just saying areas, but it's AVAs. Um, and so we actually make a Lake Chelan Pinot Noir um, that is, um, you know, very, very light. Um, and so the difference, you have to think about the difference in the areas. You have to think about the difference. We call it heat units. Um, so, uh, so Walla Walla is a hotter area than, than Chelan. So uh, our wines, they have more time, uh, the grapes, they have more time uh, to accumulate heat, right? And so they get bigger, they get riper. And um, so overall, I would say it's, it's almost like a, a burgundy 
um, you know, for Lake Chelan because they really they specialize in Pinot Noir and, and Chardonnay and the cooler climate varietals versus Walla Walla, we have bigger varietals. You know, we can Cab Sauv, you know, we can definitely ripen that Merlot. Um, sorry, uh, dog's going crazy. I, I can only hope to contain her. That's literally Chloe, so. <laughs> Okay. We saw Chloe on your Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chloe's the new addition. I got her like, almost a year, year and a half ago now. Um, but Picasso, I, Picasso, I got in Las Vegas, and he's he's the original winery dog. Uh, but he's he's turning thirteen this year. No winery cat. I'm sorry. No winery cat. I I'm allergic to cats. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it I, I, like, I literally just start sneezing and my face is red and it swells up and it's not pretty so yeah I, i've got that down i get it <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have relatively small can you do you have a wine club we, we do have a wine club yeah so we have um so we have three different tiers of the wine club i'm a big music guy so they're all based on music so uh, the Sir McCartney Club is all eternal wines, um, and the Hexum Club from 311, uh, that's a mixture of both wines, and then the Petty Club, obviously Tom Petty, um, that's all the drink Washington State wines. And so, yeah, we, we send out twice a year, uh, either six or 12 bottles. Um, and what's cool about uh, our release is that you know, we, I release six wines every release. Um, so you're getting brand new wines that are not on the market yet. And so... Uh, I, it's actually hard for me now to figure out what I want to release because we have so much, you know, like I've, I've been producing a lot of wine, uh, especially since 2016, I stepped up and I have so much wine. It's like, okay, like what, what wine is shining the most right now that I need to release, right? And what do I think will improve for another six months before I, you know, release it? So, so talk about the, the incubator program that you guys are a part of. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool program. So uh, up at the airport at Walla Walla, um, so it's all owned by the port. Um, it's five units. You can be there for a maximum of six years. And so the rent the first year is very affordable. Uh, and then they jack it up pretty substantially every single year. You know, by year six, if you're still there, you're paying a hefty penny. Um, but the first couple of years are a great deal for you. And what's nice is that it's always, you know, new wineries. And what's nice is that they kind of marketed it for you. Um, so as a new winery, you can just go in there. You don't have to do anything just open up your doors and people are going to show up um, because it's the incubators. Um, so that's kind of a cool little area in Walla Walla. I really like oh. it. Um, I worked in the area since 2014. We moved in as a winery in 2016. Um, Chloe's being a... <laughs> Chloe. Uh, <laughs> Pay attention to me. So you've just got a couple more years there and then you'll have to relocate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and we're, you know, this whole thing who knows you know we were we were looking sooner than later but you know mm -hmm. now this might have pushed it back a year or two um so who knows um i the only thing i do know is that we've outgrown the space uh and we need more space uh asap yeah um, so we'll 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 see figure it out good problem yeah. to have <laughs> all right should we yeah. should we try your next one the port um, the, what was your, what was your other wine that you had here? The, 
I think that was the point. I think we jumped Fortnite. into the fortified. The in, uh... Yeah, the fortified Syrah. <laughs> the then? I, I think some people moved on to it already. Yeah, we didn't. In fact, Tony, did you take the bottle? Um, which bottle? The last bottle? Yeah, the third bottle. I'll get it. Thank you. So tell us about the Zen. The Zen? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Eternal Zen is uh, Lake Colleen Vineyard. Um, it's basically one of the Grand Cru vineyards in Walla Walla. I um, a lot of a lot of wineries that are you know super well respected at Garrison Creek, Bob Piano, I name a couple. Um, you know they'll use that vineyard as their as their reserve label, um, and I definitely treat it like that too. It's um, it's right on the base of the Blue Mountains in Walla Walla. Um, it's a really nice site. Um, they do a really great job viticulturally there. Um, so, you know, you're going through the vineyard and um, um, there's, there's not a whole lot of weeds or anything. Like the rows are always perfectly manicured. Um, it's, it's a really great vineyard in town. Mm, I like and, this. Yeah, so basically we did one barrel of it for the 2016, um, but it was a punch in, so a little bit bigger uh, than a normal barrel. Um, so about 60 cases overall. Um, and that got, uh, I think, got like 93 points from Wine and Spirits magazine. That is really good wine. That's nice. Appreciate it. So one of the, I, I sent you some questions that we always have questions in advance. So I'm going to go over some of those with you. Um, so visiting a winery, what's what's the best approach? How to do it? Uh, yeah, so, well, normally. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> let's, let's just pretend this was last year. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, our, our winery is uh, definitely kind of cool and different um, because we taste all the different wines there. Um, so between both labels, like we're, we're tasting 20 different wines at, at any given time. Yeah. Uh, right now, um, because you know it's been a little bit slow, uh, I think we'll probably end up with like 23 different wines on the board. And so uh, we have this wine device. I don't know if you guys have it at home. It's called a Coravin. Um, it's a, it's a great product. Um, and so basically, what it is, it's uh, uh, this little handheld device that's attached to an argon tank for me at least, because um, I modified it. Um, and, and it goes directly into the bottle of wine and it injects argon into it and which forces the wine out. Um, so you never open the bottle of wine. So you can pour off of that same uh, bottle for two to three months, you know, um, and there'll be no oxidation at all. Um, so it's a great product. Um, and so that's what we use in the tasting room. So when you come in, you actually get to ch like choose your own flight. So you get, you get to choose five different wines and we go uh, in the order that I think they should be gone, that gone in. And, you know, you, go, you taste the five wines that you want to taste. And so uh, it's kind of cool in, in the aspect where, like, you know, we've all gone in the tasting room. We're like, oh, man, I really don't like that varietal. I don't think I'm going to like this, right? So, you know, maybe you shouldn't try it. You know, there's some, if, you, if you know you're going to like these types of wines, you know, um, you know stick, stick with what you like. So. So do you have any recommendations for someone who perhaps is new to wine or, or where's a, what's something good to start with? Uh, I always say the first thing you need to start with is, do you like wine, right? <laughs> if you don't like wine, okay, we got to find a wine that you like, right? So no matter what style it is, so just 
as long as we got to find a wine that you like, right? I don't care if it's super sweet, if it's super fruity, if it's carbonated. I don't care what it is, right? If you like a wine, okay, good. Now we can start with that, okay? So then we start with what you like, okay? And then we might branch off a little bit into something a little bit more dry, right? If it's a sweet wine or something. Um, or if you only like, you know, red wines, okay? We'll, we'll try, you know, and some people, then some people just were like, no. I think some people are just hopeless. They'll never like white wines. They'll never <laughs> like red wines, you know? I mean, <laughs> but I like to try. I like to try. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that's the fun part of tasting is because while I might not risk a, an entire bottle about whether I like something or not, um, you know, a, a nice little taste like that is like, oh, yeah, that's okay. And I tend toward the red wines over the white, but um, I know my palate has changed over the years. Things I drink now I would not have, have been a fan of 20 years ago. Totally. Yeah, no, I, I, think, it's, I think it's great. Um, you know, when people come in the taste room, we have, we have a wine that's called Eternal Patience. And it's 100% uh, it's Roussan. And it's actually the, the bottle that's behind you, actually. I oh, know that's a Grenache Blanc, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I white wine, but I went to reds real quick. It is a white wine, yeah. Um, I don't have the whole green screen know, reverse thing figured out yet. <laughs> but uh, so the Roussan is, uh, is, is a white wine that I treat like a, white, a red wine, right? So it's, it's been in the bottle for, or in the barrel for two years. Um, it's it's a, a heavier white wine. And so uh, people who don't like white wines when they come to the, the tasting room, like I often try to give them that just to see, you know, just, to, you know, it's so funny too, because people are like, no, I hate white wine. And then they taste that. And then they end up walking out with like six <laughs> bottles of it. And I'm just laughing underneath, you know, I'm just like, okay, you didn't like that at all, did you? You know, but it's funny because you, you never, you know, you don't know, like you said, you don't know until you try it. So, I mean, that's the great thing about tasting rooms is, you know, you, you can experiment, you can taste different things. And you, like you said, it doesn't cost you 50, 60 bucks. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to, to take buy. a chance on a taste, another <laughs> thing to take a chance on a, you know, a $50 bottle of wine. So we're we've got uh, just about five minutes left. Um, so, any questions first, and then I'll tell you about some of our specials for uh, prizes and discounts and stuff. Any other questions for Brad? Fifty dollars for a bottle of wine. Yeah, once in a while. That's a lot of people spending. Oh yeah. Vicky, does that have a question? No, we're good. You're good? We just want to hear the specials. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're just waiting for the cigar in the port, I know. <laughs> Not the cigar, just the port. <laughs> um, all right, so um, as, as Brad said, he's currently running a 19% discount at the winery, and that's free shipping over a certain amount? Uh, $30, yeah. $30, wow, $30. And he's offering everyone tonight an additional 10%. So that's a 29% discount plus free shipping over $30, which I, I, I don't know, we, we order a lot of wine. So that's really a killer, killer discount. So anyone who was intrigued enough by any of his offerings, um, there you go. I will send out a follow-up email right after this um, with the links and, and reiterating the promo code. If you have any problems or anything, I know sometimes online uh, ordering can get kind of wacky. Just let me know and I'll figure it out. Um, and that, that discount, uh, the deep discount, I don't know how long you're running the 19%, but the 29% is good through Saturday. 
So you'll need to make a decision. Uh, the other thing is, because we know that eventually we'll be able to go back to Walla Walla. Um, we may not know where, when it is, but we do want something to cling to. Um, and so as a giveaway, which I will do a random number draw at the, uh, after we get done with the meeting, he's giving away a wine tasting with him at the winery for up to eight people. So um, good chance to go back to Walla Walla with some friends. And if you don't have eight people that you want to ask, we are always available to go with you. Well, there's, so, there's um, a new one right here, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's we can just make this virtual meeting and all meet there. <laughs> That sounds good to me. Yeah. So um, I was not, I did not uh, visit the, the airport district when I was there last. So that was one of the areas of Walla Walla I didn't get to. It was a pretty, pretty hectic schedule. Um, so if there are not any other questions, we will call this a, a wrap. We are finishing up right on time. And at some point I'll figure out how to stop the recording. Um, I'll get this online uh, on the website. Um, I'm hoping to get it done tomorrow, but I don't know how much uh, is involved in scrubbing it and getting it up to YouTube and vetting. So you can come back and, and listen to it anytime. Um, next week, we have, um, this is, you know, one of the fun things about doing this is learning about wine from different states that I really didn't know had a wine industry. So next week, we will have a representative from Country Heritage Winery in Indiana. Um, I had no idea that Indiana had a, a, wine, um, a wine industry, and uh, nor do I have a clue about any of the wines that uh, we'll be tasting. So it'll be a big learning experience for me. And fun uh, fact, welcome MJ. to join us. What's fun that? fact is that every state in the U.S. actually produces wine. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. In Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll I'll try to get through all fifty at some point. So I guess I'm just you know, hey, I'm I'm, I'm a Washington girl. I'm sort of partial to to what we're doing up here. So thank you all for joining us, and thank you very much, Brad. I appreciate your graciousness for all, and we'll see. Thank you, you Brad. All. We'll see you all later. Okay. okay. Thanks, MJ. Thanks, thank Brad. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Bye.